Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder. As the year 2020 draws to a close, not too many people will be sorry to see it go. You know, but often the freshness of a new year brings a desire to start anew, make resolutions. Maybe you've even considered consulting with a life coach. What's all that about? I'm so happy to welcome Mia Thomas to Central Texas Living, the podcast. She is a certified life coach and certified trainer for PATH which is Planning Alternative Tomorrow's Hope. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's always so good <laughs> to see you. You know, you're there are some people that you're around that you just feel good when you're around them. What what is it? Dave? You know, if you could bottle that and sell it, I wish <laughs> I wish I had some of that. But you know, you you're just the kind of person that is naturally encouraging and uplifting. I don't, you know, of course I heard you at the uh, leading Waco Women yes. seminar. How long ago? That was a year ago spring, I guess, wasn't it? Yeah. When was it? It was February, I believe it was. Yeah, we actually got it in before the shutdown. That was one of the last things. That's right. Mm -hmm. Before the shutdown. And it was just, it was just so uplifting. Um, So let's just talk about what, you know, what can we do to kind of get some encouragement? Some of the things that I've um, been doing for myself, um, this past year since we've had the pandemic, um, I've learned to get out of my own way, get out of my way and just be still so that I can have that relationship because I really believe that um, we have to have a relationship with the higher power. Mm-hmm. That is so important and since this pandemic, that's what I've been really focusing on is building my relationship with my higher powers and working on myself, getting to really know who Mia, was, Mia is and why Mia was created. I wasn't just created to be placed here on earth for my good looks. <laughs> uh, and they're considerable. I, <laughs> thank you. But I was placed here on earth so that I can lead people. Mm-hmm. in the right direction to lead them to their higher power, to lead them to understand who they are and why they were actually created to be here. So ult- ultimately our coach needs to be <laughs> needs to be that higher power. But but as a mm-hmm. life coach, 
what should what should somebody look for in a life coach? I mean, what kind of what kind of things do you do? You meet regularly, or how does all that work? When you're searching for a life coach, one of the things that I would suggest is that you make sure that the individual you search, you're looking for, you can, you have a connection. And when I mean by a connection, that there's a um, I look for somebody that's authentic, somebody that um, that I can relate to, someone that is going to be open and honest with me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not just going to sugarcoat things to to make me feel good um, when I know that um, I need more. That makes sense. You you look for someone that again is genuine. Um, now there's a training involved, right? I mean, yes. you're certified. So so tell me about that. How did you go about it, and what even led you in this direction? I um. I had some friends that I know that were life coaches and just, I would say, me having that desire to help people, mm-hmm. having the desire to see people change their lives, um, just made me want to, to do more for people, To made me want to just look more into being a life coach and things. Um, and also, I would say that I, um, how do I say it? I just had that passion. Mm-hmm. I've always had that passion growing up as a little girl. I've always had the passion to, to help others and want to see them grow and things. So I just decided to dig in more and get more information about life coach. And I did some training online. And then I also did some one-on-one training with individuals that I know that has been in the field for a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you, but your um, academic training is as, as a sociologist, your sociology mm-hmm. degree, and also criminal justice. Yes. So, you know, let's face it. A lot of the problems people have with the criminal justice, bad choices. Correct. And so it does kind of make sense that you sort of, you know, evolved into a life coach. Can you, without telling names or anything, are there any stories you can think of, of people that, you know, have really turned themselves around? I just love those kind of stories, you know? I actually, um, I started a new job. Mm-hmm. Good. Oh, did you? <laughs> so I'm, I'm not going to call it a job. I'll say it's ministry. Okay. It's really it's sure. more ministry for me. Um, working for Texas Department of Criminal Justice. So Mm -hmm. I um, actually do, I teach classes at their um, pre-cognitive release program out in Marlin, and I love it. I love it. Um, I have um, been working with these ladies, from ladies that have charges such as um, they have theft charges to, you know, robbery, to assault charges, um, just so so many drug charges, just all kinds of different charges that they have. And I've been blessed to have the opportunity to sit and teach them, you know, just some life, real, true life lessons, um, experiences that I've went through myself. And then 
being able to sit and listen to some of the things and learn from them as well, the things that they've went through, and just teaching them how to build a better life, how to prepare to go back into the community to be a better citizen. Yeah, because that's often a problem where, you know, they, they just go right back to the same situation that got them in trouble with the law to begin with. Yes. And a lot of what I've learned, what I'm learning from these women, because we this new group we have about um, the classes that I have, I have about 30 women that's getting ready to be released in the beginning of, January Mm -hmm. they're getting ready to graduate successfully from the program and what I've learned from them and noticed from you know them sharing their experiences that they have allowed people and themselves as well you know people things in their past to keep them stuck to make them feel like okay there's no hope I, I made this mistake and this is where it's at. Um, you can't move forward in life. So I say that it's not a job for me. It's ministry for sure. me because I know that I've been placed and grounded there to give them hope, to let them know that regardless of whatever your situation is, whatever happened to you from the time that you were a child, God still loves you anyway. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You know, so a lot of times we allow that pathological critic is what I tell them, that pathological critic is that little critic that, be, oh, you know, you, you're yeah. this. You're yeah, not, you'll your never head. be that, yeah. that talks to you and tell you all these negative things to keep you bound. And I encourage them to let's start looking at life in a different perspective. Let's start doing things such as... Um, I always tell them I am affirmations. They have to speak I am affirmations, positive affirmations every day. In the morning, in the evening, in the afternoon, they I encourage them to do this every single day to encourage themselves because I tell them sometimes you may not have somebody else to give you a pat on the back and say, hey, Mia, you're doing an awesome and amazing job. So sometimes you have to know how to encourage yourself Mm -hmm. and things. So I teach them things like that. I teach them how to um, start speaking life into their situation. When you first get up in the morning, what's the question I ask them? What is the first thing that you do when you get up in the morning? Some of them say, well, I pick up the phone, I call my boyfriend, or, mm-hmm. you, you know, when they were out in the free, because they don't have cell phones in the Right, jail, right, right. They're not right doing that in prison. And things. But, I, you know, they'll just tell me, like, well, I pick up the phone, and I'll call my, my boyfriend, and that's the first thing that comes to my mind. No. What is the first thing that you do? The first thing that you should be doing when you wake up in the morning, do you thank your higher power for waking you up? Amen. <laughs> do you thank him for yeah. forgiving you for your sins that mm-hmm. we've committed? Do you thank him? Do you speak life into your situation? Do you say, I say, do you not know that the words that you speak in the atmosphere are those same words, if you speak negative or positive, you have all it has manifested, and you have created what your day is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, of course, the good news is that we do start fresh each day. We mm-hmm. have a new opportunity to, you know, to make those those right thoughts and to make those right choices yes. to translate into that. And and I'm just so grateful that there are people like you, Mia, who are helping folks mm-hmm. because the whole 
idea of, you know, paying your debt to society is that you don't do it again, you know, that you, you know, you go on and make a positive contribution in life to your family, to, you know, to yourself and, and do something of benefit. That's true. That's true. I, um, I told someone the other day, I said, you know, from the age of zero to 30, I say you have so many young people that are comparing themselves to what other people, the different levels that, you know, wherever the other person may be at in life. But from 30 and up, you know what we should be doing? We should be focused on building a legacy. Yeah. Building a legacy to leave behind for our grandchildren, children. Mm-hmm. What will so they, they remember you for? Exactly. Yeah. Not stressing and worrying about, okay, what am I going to do, you know, with this meal? No. I'll say, away with that. So, <laughs> that's what my spiritual mind, she said, away with all that, that nonsense, away with all. But looking at how, what are you doing right now? What are you doing today to make life better for somebody else? Mm-hmm. How are you paving the way? Yeah. I want to know a little bit more about you. Where are you from? Are you I a native from, from here? No, I'm not from Waco. I am from Georgia, Jessup, Georgia, a little oh. country town in Georgia. I'm a country girl, so That's I'm right. a country girl at heart. And um, I was, I ended up being here in Waco because my stepdad was from Waco, and my parents were retired military, mm. so we moved around some and things. And this is nothing about your mom. Your mom was at, yes. was at yes. fact at our time precious. Yes. And they were yes. so you could tell she was so proud of you, <laughs> and and that everything you're doing as as she should be, but that. That family dynamic, I could tell, has been a healthy one. Yes. Yes. I have a very strong family, um, a foundation. My family is very well connected. So, Okay. So you got to, to wake up. Where did you go to school? I mean, I'm told I'm what with, your degrees are, but I don't know where you. I graduated. I went to um, Marijuana Baylor for a <laughs> little bit, and then I transferred and went to New Mexico. Oh, so I lived out at Fort Stanton, New Mexico, which was a mil- old military base where the Buffalo Soldiers lived yeah. and things. So I lived there, and I ended up working for the state of New Mexico doing probation and parole for a drug treatment program in New Mexico. So while I was working there, I was working on my degree as well, and I finished up my bachelor's degree from Eastern New Mexico University. Mm, very good. So you you came to Waco. You had let's talk a little bit about your bail bonds business because I just you know it is something that folks need. So what what kind of led you in that direction to, to set that up? I met someone over the phone, which is I say this is a divine connection. Um, a family, you know, we do have some family. Everybody has somebody in their family that, you, that do something that yeah. they know they're not <laughs> supposed to yeah. be doing. So I ended up meeting a bail bondsman out of Arizona mm-hmm. over the phone, just talking to him about some business stuff. And he he he's poured into me, and he was like, you know what? He said, I don't know you. He said, but I feel like you will be a heck of a bail bondswoman. And I was like, you know what, I, I thought about being a bail bonds woman, but I never really thought about just really, you know, doing that as a business. Mm-hmm. And so he said, I want to train you. And he trained me. He taught me everything that he knew. 
and show me how to build my own bail bond business. Yeah. And I serve five counties. In, I absolutely. In for how long? How many years? I've been doing bail bond business for probably about four years. Mm-hmm. So four do you years. have to go and chase people down if they... I'm a different bail bond. Oh, okay. I kind of... <laughs> I got something else in my head. I don't believe. But now some people, they do. I know. I don't believe. I have. (laughs) Believe it or not. (laughs) Believe it or not. I, um, many of my clients would tell you that I am a different bail bondsman. Yeah. Um, I believe in praying for them. Good. Um, I believe in giving them another chance. I don't look at them as being bad people. I look at them as being people that made some bad choices. But there's still hope for them. Um, but I'm not going to play with them either. So they know. You know, they call, they call and check in. And there's a line of respect mm-hmm. there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah. Well, it, it brings to mind, uh, some, I saw uh, Detective Joe Scaramucci's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know, you know him, uh, McLuhan County uh, Sheriff's Office, and he was at the courthouse for something he had to do. And a gentleman came up to him, said, I want to shake your hand. And it was someone that he had arrested. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, that changed my life, that turned turned my life around. And he said, I wanted to thank you for that. And he said, as law enforcement, they have to you know, it's it's so easy to just view a you know a criminal or perpetrator, whatever, in a certain way. But they're people too, he says, and mm-hmm. and that's it was just such an encouraging posting that uh, he shared about yes. that. And I'm sure you've seen that kind of thing. Yes, it's so funny that you said it because I have uh, I've had a couple of people actually. I have a young lady. She finished. She finished her. Um, time she got probation and things like that was successful um and she still keeps in contact with me mm-hmm. I when I first met her she was in a bad relationship with a guy and that was part of the reason why she ended up getting on because she got intoxicated and some other stuff and got a DWI charge and things of that nature but it was something about that young lady she was around in her she's like under 25 years old something about her that just kind of had me to mentor her not just as a not as a client but as a mm-hmm. just as a person serious and I gave her my first book that I wrote yeah. the steps of a real woman and I sold that into her life and she came back and gave me a review and she was like Miss Thomas I really thank you for what you what you gave me because it was a gift because it helped me it helped me to 
understand who I who I was, why God created me, mm-hmm. and to dis to several ties with this toxic relationship that I was in. To recognize and, it. Yes. Yeah. And so this young lady constantly she calls me still today just to check in just to say hey I'm letting you know I'm doing fine I'm still working um, my great. mom is is doing because I always asked about her mom mm-hmm. her mom was she, she couldn't speak English but I always used to I've learned to google text to get translate through Spanish oh really oh good <laughs> so, so I've learned to do some things a little bit different mm-hmm. when I have clients that don't speak English so I use that's that's my best friend and that young lady calls me and she checks on me she let me know that she's doing well and we just keep in well, contact that that is such a rewarding thing more yes. than you know money can possibly yes. compensate for sure but well, that that is great. You've got some other good news, I understand. Yes, engaged. So yes. tell me all about that. Yes. So I have to go back to last year. I put on Facebook. I went to Davis Bridal. This is my great story about manifesting things, speaking things into existence. Okay. So I went to Davis Bridal. I told him that I was getting married. Didn't have a date or anything. <laughs> I went and tried on about 10 dresses. Mm-hmm. It's on my Facebook page um, where I took a picture of me in a wedding dress. I knew on my vision board I wrote down that I will be married or engaged in 2021. Okay. So this year in October, I met a guy. Well, actually, I had met this guy, but we were supposed to. He stood me up for, and I tell this story because he's going to laugh. If he's listening, he's probably laughing. Why did you tell him this story? <laughs> Why are you telling but, this story? But we were supposed to meet for lunch. He stood me up. Hmm. He did not show up. Right. And I had I didn't hear from the guy in almost a year. Well, I was with my son at one of his um, events that he was having down downtown at Indian Spring Parks, and I was helping him. I get a phone call, and I thought it was someone that was wanting to be bailed out of jail. <laughs> well, it wasn't. It was it was this my fiance, my new fiance. You're a fiance now. <laughs> so, and then we just started. I was like, "You stood me up," and he said, "Yes, dear. I apologize. I was going through some things. I wasn't ready." And oh. So I was like, he was like, "Do you?" Do you mind if we get together and we go eat? And how so, long a period of time was that? This was last year. Okay. And so he said, do you mind if I, you know, if we come, if I come to Waco and we get something to eat? Mm-hmm. And I said, yes. He said, where do you want to go eat? I said, let's go to Saltgrass. Okay. So we went to Saltgrass. We spent four hours in Saltgrass. Oh. Four hours. <laughs> four hours. And that was the time he said, you're going to be my wife. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, Wow. So we just had that connection. Yeah. And then this year in October, he asked me to marry him. Okay, so you're engaged. And I said yes. <laughs> so <laughs> That's next exciting. Year, next year we will be having our wedding. Oh. We will be at the Baylor Club. Mm-hmm. So we're excited. I'm expecting an invitation. Yes, I'm going to go on the record. <laughs> that is exciting. Oh, yeah, that that's great. I love it. I love it. And you were just such a delight always to to talk to and 
for me to have the chance to, to learn a little bit more about you and your work has been great. But I'd like to, uh, to end these little interviews with a questionnaire similar to the one the late great James Lipton used on Inside the Actor's Studio. And so I'm going to ask you these questions. What is your favorite word? My favorite word that I like to use, I would say my favorite. Can I say my favorite quote? Mm-hmm, sure. That I can do all things in Christ that strengthens me. Okay, that's that word. What's what is your least favorite word though? Um, I can't. Right. Yeah, I don't like when to use that. I can't. Mm-hmm. So, what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Mm-hmm. Seeing other people strive. Seeing them grow, that just gets me, like, pumped. So yeah, yeah. People of happiness. What turns you off, then, spiritually or emotionally? Um, when when people say that they can't. Right. And they just want to give In up. that negative kind of. Yeah, anything that's negative, negative vibes just turns me off. Yeah. What sound do you love? I love the sound of rain, water. Mm-hmm. Something I don't about know why. You know, a lot of peaceful. people have said that. Yeah, that it, it's like it just sort of washes over you, but the, the sound is so calming, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We had a good rain this week, so that, yes. that was good. That's all, in, in Texas, anytime you got a rain, it's good. So what's your least favorite sound? Thunder. Okay. So even though it's with the rain? I like the rain. You like the rain, but I don't like like the lightning. I don't like the thunder that (laughs) goes with it. it. (laughs) All right. Well, I I had a friend who had a Sheltie dog that that dog would go crazy if it heard thunder. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, it would go nuts. So, yeah. I, I get that. So what other profession would you like to try? I don't know. I never thought about it. Yeah, so I mean, it wasn't like when you were a little girl, you always wanted to be a ballerina or something like There was nothing. You just sort of kind of, it sounds like you just sort of move into kind of flow with yeah, with I, the with the tasks that are before you, and you know you're you're thriving in what you're supposed to be doing, and so. I love what I do. Yeah, I love it. I, I think I think that's in. good, right? I, I see. It. I is is there anything that you know you would not want to do? Um, <clears throat> I would say. I wouldn't want to do anything with warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not gonna, you're not going to be going applying at the uh, at the Amazon distributorship. No, <laughs> I wouldn't want to do any warehouse. <laughs> Have boxes falling on your head or whatever. <laughs> no, no, ma'am. Okay, <laughs> very good. Um, so the last thing. What do you want to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? I want to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. (laughs) Very good.
Oh, Mia, you are just so much fun. Mia Thomason. So you have uh, some books. How can folks get some of your writing and learn more about you? They can go on Mm barnesandnobles.com or amazon.com. Or they can reach me on Facebook. Okay, and some of the titles you've written more than one. Yes, The Steps of a Real Woman from Harm to Hurt to Hustle. And also, I am a co-author in the book of Power Moms. And forgive it, own it, and do it. I love the titles, that is for sure. Mia, it's great. It's just so wonderful to have you. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thank you for having me, Anne. You're awesome. (laughs) You're sweet. Central Texas Living is part of the Rogue Media Network family. Be sure to check out their other shows at RogueMediaNetwork.com. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Living, the podcast. guide through Waco. I'm here to tell you all the goings-on in and around Waco. I'm going to give you the 411 on what's happening, what's going on, and what events you should go to. This is your host, Debbie, signing off. Now that you know, go. Just go, Waco. Are you building a new business while managing a family? Are you tired of trying to balance home and work and everything seems to be coming up short? Then there's a podcast made just for you. Baking Your Business from Scratch is where we create the perfect recipe for building a successful business while managing your home and family with love. Come join us and see for yourself. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.